God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, so that everyone who believes in Him may not perish, but may have eternal life. This is a well-known Christian verse that we've all heard many times, and Christians among all denominations flock to that verse because it encapsulates, it holds together, it summarizes the core of the Christian faith. But when we hear this verse, it should sound provocative to us. What is Jesus saying by saying this? That everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Is Jesus saying that anyone who doesn't believe in him as the Son of God can't go to heaven? What's at stake with this statement that Jesus makes? I think the reason he makes this statement and where the problem starts is that we think we're okay. We think we're okay by ourselves. And we see this in both the believer and the non-believer alike. We see it in the non-believer when they say they don't have any time for faith or for religion, they don't really need that, they're okay without it. And we see it in the believer when the believer allows God to tag along for the ride, but God never becomes their life, their everything. We think that we're okay by ourselves and that we don't need another. I came across this statistic this week. It's an American statistic, so you can take it for what you will. But they did a survey of people, and out of that survey, when people went to the doctor to receive a prescription, only 33% of the people who received the prescription actually went to fill it. And then out of the 33% that filled the prescription, only 50% of people actually took the prescription as given. Either they didn't take it all the way to the end as they were supposed to, or they didn't take it as it was dosed out to them. And yet, when those same people were surveyed about prescriptions for their children or for their pet, the number was almost 100%. We're better at taking care of other people than we are ourselves because we're not okay. We're okay in our life as long as things are okay. And then the moment that things are okay, we don't know what to do. The people of God, the chosen people that we hear of in the letter in the book of Chronicles, in our first reading today, they were not okay, but they thought they were. They were God's chosen people, and they thought that that was enough. So when God sent messengers to them, sent the prophets, it says that they mocked them and turned them away, that they didn't need the message that God was sending. But in time, the punishment for their sins came, and they were exiled from their homeland. The Babylonians overtook them. And their lament at being in a foreign land is what we heard in our psalm today. And so God had to come and save them through King Cyrus, king of the Persians who came and conquered the Babylonians. And then when he conquered them, allowed God's people to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. Through King Cyrus, 
God saved his people from the punishment for their sins. Because all through salvation history, what God is trying to do is not to punish humanity for their sins, but he's trying to help us understand what our need really is. Jesus himself says it in the gospel today. God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save it. God sends out a reaching hand. But we have to be willing to take that hand that reaches out to save us. If someone is drowning in a lake and someone reaches from the boat to pull them out, the hand that reaches out is only as good as the person who's willing to reach out and take that hand. Or we can look to the image that Jesus uses in the Gospel today of the light and the darkness. The light comes into the world and scatters the darkness. But if we choose to prefer the darkness in life, then the light won't go where it's not welcome. The light can't scatter the darkness that the darkness doesn't let it touch. So what is this hand that saves? What is this light that scatters the darkness? Jesus describes it at the very beginning of the Gospel today. He starts by telling Nicodemus, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert. Do we remember the story from the Old Testament that Jesus is referring to? Well, the, God's people were out in the desert, in exile, for the 40 years making their way to the Promised Land. And they were grumbling because things were better in Egypt, that they would have preferred being a slave because at least they got three square meals a day. And so, not being content with God setting them free from slavery, the punishment came. That poisonous snakes came into their camp and started biting the people, and they were dying from the poisonous snakes. And so they came to Moses, crying out and lamenting to Moses, Moses, save us! We can't get rid of these snakes. So Moses went to God and said, What should I do with this people? And God said, Take a fiery serpent and wrap it around a pole. And so Moses takes a bronze serpent and puts it around a pole. And then whenever somebody was bitten by a poisonous snake, they would come and they would look on the bronze serpent and they would be healed. This is where we get the classic symbol for health care of the snake wrapped around the pole for healing. But think about what this image and what God chooses to do would have been like. Your friends, your family have died because of poisonous snakes, and you are afraid for your life because poisonous snakes are around you. And God's idea of the remedy for this is to put a snake on a pole that you look upon, and you're healed. God takes the very thing that was the cause of their downfall and makes it their healing. He takes the snake and makes it their healing. This is the cross. God takes the very thing that is killing us and makes it our remedy. Jesus 
takes on all of human suffering and through it saves us. Suffering is our punishment. The suffering that comes from our sin, the suffering that comes in humanity, the suffering that comes from being distanced from God, the suffering that comes from being distant from one another in our relationships because of our sin. That suffering, Jesus takes it on the cross and makes it our remedy. That's the gift of our faith. That's what belief in the Son of God that brings eternal life means. The cause of our suffering becomes our remedy. But here's where we start to look like God's chosen people in the Israelites. When it comes to living out our faith, when it comes to sharing our faith with others, we cannot start from a place of the church is right and they are wrong. We cannot start from a point where we present this strong church, this victorious church, the church triumphant. The church triumphant doesn't exist on earth, only in heaven. The church is Christ. Christ is life. The church is small. She's little. And she's oh so beautiful. The church, the true church, holds up Christ crucified. What does she hold up for the world to see? She holds up faith in suffering. See, the world doesn't know what to do with suffering. The world doesn't have a remedy for suffering. She does one of two things. She says, suffering is there, tough, deal with it. Or she says, suffering is evil. Get rid of it at all costs. That's the answer to suffering in the world. But God's answer is, see this suffering that is the cause of your downfall? I will make it the cause of your salvation. We're not okay on our own. We can't save ourselves but God chooses to. God shows us how the suffering that we endure becomes our salvation through Jesus. Because God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son so that everyone who believes in Him may not perish, but have eternal life. As St. Paul says in his letter to the Ephesians today, this doesn't come from any works of us. We can't do it from a gift from God. The gift of Jesus, His Son. We need what Jesus is offering. We need this remedy to suffering in our life. We need this remedy to sin. And so we have to ask ourselves, am I willing to admit that I'm not okay on my own? Am I willing to admit that I need to be saved, that I need the only begotten Son who saves me from myself and brings me eternal life.